What's happening, Hardscapers? This is episode 217 of the How to Hardscape podcast, where we talk about how you can start and grow your hardscaping business. And on today's episode, we have a Instagram live that I did a couple of months ago, and we took questions from anybody that was actually on at the time, and it got into an SEO conversation as well as a chat GPT or AI chat uh, based using that to be able to write articles and my thoughts, my opinions on that and what I think you should be careful of at least when you're using these things to help bolster your SEO on your website, as well as some other various topics that we get into. But before we get into it, we want to thank our sponsors, Cycle CPA. If you need bookkeeping, accounting, CFO services, reach out to Cycle CPA at CycleCPA.com. Let them know how to hardscape sent you for $200 off their services there. And in light outdoor lighting, if you're looking to add outdoor lighting to your portfolio, which I highly recommend, Check out Inlight Outdoor Lighting at Inlight Design on Instagram. That's I-N-L-I-T-E Design and shoot them a message or at least follow them to get that conversation started and to draw inspiration from their page there. And without further ado, let's get into today's episode. I wanted to do a live today to... I'm just working on my computer, so I thought I'd go live See if anybody wants to uh, talk about anything that's going on so far as we start our season, at least as we start our season here and get things kicked off. If anybody wants to join me on this live and talk about anything that they've been seeing in this spring rush here, snow's all gone here in uh, Toronto here. And uh, so I'm looking forward to starting to schedule consultations. Thank you so much for everyone joining in. This might be on the podcast. I might put this out on the podcast. I don't quite know yet. We'll see what we kind of get into here as I wave to people that are joining here. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. And uh, anything that you want to talk about, any questions that you have, uh, right now, today, I'm kind of uh, getting things wrapped up as much as I can for our software. If you haven't heard about our software, the How to Hardscape Headquarters, uh, kind of getting some videos going in on the training portion of that, just so uh, we've got a lot of frequently asked questions. So I'm kind of tackling that right now, as well as I'm trying to get my website under order. Um, looking at search terms from the previous year and how they compare to this year as well as where my website and i'm talking about my actual land hardscaping business website where that's ranking also looking at uh, google trends as to how um landscaping and hardscaping has kind of compared this year versus last year the year before it things it seems like things are fairly steady uh so even though it does seem like I have had a drop off in uh, requests in, in uh, leads coming in through lead forms and everything like that, it does still seem fairly steady. So I'm trying to find uh, through my Google uh, search console and my website and seeing where things are dropping off maybe or things are staying consistent or things are going up and trying to double down on those search terms for my website this is kind of my last chance to kind of get this done before i'm all in on the field thank you so much to everybody joining in here once again any questions on this or anything uh harbin underscore outdoors harbin's underscore outdoors finally caught one i rarely go live here uh like i said how to hardscape i try to keep it 
contractor focused, not really focused on uh, me, my own business. If you want to uh, see more about my business, that's on I Am A Hardscaper there. Uh, Castaneda8585, what's up? Thank you so much. Canadian.forces1994, I failed you for the pond. All the water drained out when I came back. Next time, I'm sure we'll get another rainstorm next time you're going out to maybe Cornwall. Uh, but the pizza looked good. I wonder if that pizza did actually uh, taste well. But that's okay, Landscape Daddy. I wasn't hungry for pizza. You didn't have to send me one. Uh, and thank you so much to everybody. I'm trying to get to everybody waving there, and uh, I don't know if that makes a difference or not. But uh, like I said, any questions that kind of comes in, I am wrapping up what I can with the How to Hardscape headquarters. If you haven't heard about the How to Hardscape headquarters, uh, we are just taking a look at our timeline and what we're working on right now. Uh, we're in the process of getting time tracking, time sheets, and scheduling rolled out. We're hoping, fingers crossed, for uh, by the end of the month for that. But right now, what we have currently is budgeting, estimating, and a lot of different features. If you're familiar with the budget and estimate spreadsheet that we created a few years back now, we got to a point where we could not update that any further and get it to a point where uh, we wanted to implement time tracking. That was the big thing with the budget and estimate spreadsheet. And it's just too... Um, clunky it's too inefficient with an actual spreadsheet to do that so uh, it just made sense that the next jumping off point was to go the route of creating a software so we created the how to hardscape headquarters so it's got everything that was rolled out with the spreadsheets as well as much more uh, I know a lot of homeowners also follow the how to hardscape account so this is probably not uh very important to homeowners if you're a homeowner tuning into this but i do see some familiar faces that do engage with us quite often here so thank you so much for tuning in but the how to escape headquarters uh incorporates everything from the budget and estimate spreadsheet that's budgeting estimating job costing material catalog production rates and so on there and then we've added a lot more, including uh, things like uh, automated forms so when you create an estimate and you've got all of your materials in that estimate, you're actually able to automatically generate purchase orders from those. And in your material catalog, if you uh, put pavers or certain materials that you purchase from one vendor, and then maybe softscape materials that you purchase from another vendor, you can generate automated purchase orders. The software will automatically separate those two purchase orders and separate the materials uh, that you have quoted for that project. So those purchase orders can just automatically be sent out to those vendors. Uh, proposals and uh, terms and conditions from your contract automatically go into those proposals. You can edit them. Uh, there's, a, there's just a lot of cool features that are uh, very uh, important to hardscapers specifically. And uh, it is quite specifically a hardscaper slash landscape project-based business software at this time. Uh, but as we go further into 2023, uh, we will be able to incorporate more and more of the green industry, including recurring service companies, uh, that being things like mowing, maintenance, and so on there. But uh, 
Lots of cool things in the pipeline for that. If you haven't heard about that, shoot me a message if you're interested. That's the How to Hardscape headquarters. It's also part of our members' uh, website there, and that has training courses for hardscapers. So that's uh, three-hour courses on hardscape um, interlocking concrete pavement installation, segmental retaining wall installation, three-hour courses each for those. And at the end of that, it also has a test. And once you complete the test, you do get a certificate of completion. And that is more so um, with the software dedicated to your employees for onboarding employees. If you want to make sure that they're coming to their first job site with a little bit of background knowledge on what we do in the industry, as well as if say you have a labor in your company that you want to level up to become an installer, it's just a way for you to monitor their progress through those as well as to uh, get a certificate of completion from them upon completion to know that they actually completed it. And uh, what I'm going to be using those for in my business is specifically for onboarding. And uh, we're also going to be rolling out more and more courses on that website, which will be incorporated into the software uh, to also help to level up people in your business and to create incentives around completing those courses, essentially. Uh, So that's like the long-term plan for that course content to be rolled into the software is to create incentive plans, bonus structures, uh, and a career path forward for your employees so that you can assign certain courses to your employees, say a sales training course which would not be done by me. We would have somebody on the outside complete something like that, a sales training course. And maybe you want to level up somebody in your business to become a salesperson. Uh, That's where that would come into play. And the goal behind not only the software, but behind this course content is to create a career path forward for your employees. For when they come into your business, you can sit them down and say, hey, we have a career path forward for you and we have multiple career paths for you. So we want to make sure that we are leading you to where you want to be in the future of your career as this is your starting point. This is where you could be in five, ten years in our company. That's our goal with the software and with these these uh, training videos. And it's also what I'm trying to do with my business. So. I figure if it helps me in my business, there's got to be other people that it definitely helps out there with this. And any feedback that you have about this and anything that you would want to see for uh, any of this stuff, I'm happy to hear feedback from anybody. We've got a lot of great feedback from users of the software already that we're trying to keep up with implementing, as well as uh, rolling out more and more features that we're trying to play catch up essentially in 2023. 2024 is where we hit the ground running with this software. Uh, I've said it before, I'll say it again, This software locks you in on your pricing. This is the pricing structure that we're going with this software is that you sign up, you're locked into your pricing, and we're not going to increase depending on, you know, whatever features come kind of come out for. So the sooner you sign up, you're locked in, the more you'll save in the long run. So right now we're around $150 a month. By the end of 2023, we'll likely be around $300 a month for the software. So a little bit of incentive to sign up earlier rather than later. And to even though maybe um, all of the features may not be 
you, you may be waiting on some features, but in the long run, you'll save on that. But really, if you're if you're a company uh, like mine that might have one to three crews, uh, this software is going to kind of cover you for the most part with what you got going on there. And then we're going to be developing to incorporate more of the green industry. Like I said, those recurring service companies, as well as those larger companies in through 2024, as well as safety training videos. That's going to be a big thing for us as well with those courses to create safety training videos uh that that way uh if you know somebody's gonna hop on a skid steer uh next week maybe you assign them the safety training video for a skid steer and they can have at least a little bit of background knowledge on operating a skid steer safely and then you can uh, incorporate that into the field and what they're actually doing into the field so that's a, a big thing for us with the how to hardscape headquarters software there not only just the software, but to also incorporate those courses and to really create a career path forward for anybody in your business. Uh, there will also be courses available for business owners as well. That'll be a big thing for us as well. So kind of what we're doing through 2023 into 2024. Like I said, when I first started this live, I am currently looking at my own company's website and seeing what I can improve on before the season gets started. Typically, when it comes to search engine optimization, any change you make now kind of takes about six months, depending on your authority as your website and authorities affected by um, age, the age of your website, uh, as well as backlinks to your website. And those are quality backlinks. Those aren't just trying to get backlinks from anybody. Um, news websites are good websites to get backlinks from so if you have a local news station or a local newspaper it could be a good way to reach out to them and try to get a story uh posted whether that's about your company whether that's about yourself or whether that's about uh feedback that you can give a newspaper or your local industry or local area on how to find a good contractor and you could uh, write out an article and pitch that to a news source and ask for a backlink back to your website. Those are great links to get back to your website and to improve your domain authority for search engine optimization. Just one way that you can go about that. Um, I am looking at my website and kind of looking at which terms are coming up. Uh, more and more and where my website is ranking as well as where my website is not ranking in trying to uh, create more pages or articles around that search term to try to get higher in my search results there. That's just kind of what I do for my search engine and try to uh, improve on that. Uh, if you've heard, ChatGPT is a big thing nowadays. It's a um, AI-based uh, query. You put in a something that you want it to spit out, it'll spit that out for you. So it's a good way to quite easily get a framework for a article or for a page on your website. Now it's very new. And we don't know how using and just copying and pasting into your website is going to affect your search uh, results. But in my opinion, being that ChatGPT has a big investor in Microsoft, which has uh, Bing as their search engine uh, provider, um, Google is likely trying to find a way, if they haven't already, to not put those 
chat GPT based text uh, high in their search engine results. So if I was to bet on the future of what ChatGPT looks like for Google search engine results, um, I wouldn't be copying and pasting directly. I would be using it as a framework and then adding onto it as well as editing what it's already given you. Because I would bet that Google is going to be looking, is going to uh, cater now more towards uh, websites that are older and that have that domain authority rather than websites that have uh, good search terms incorporated into their blog posts and into their pages. Uh, up until fair, um, I mean, up until now, it's been fairly balanced with that. You could be a fairly new website and you could get a article or a page on your website ranking fairly high in Google as long as it's quality. But my opinion would be that Google is now going to transfer to a much more domain authority approach, and uh, which includes backlinks and age. So if you don't have age going for you for your website, you might want to focus now on backlinks. And to get those backlinks and quality backlinks, not just buying backlinks, would uh, a big way to do that would be to reach out to news organizations and to reach out to local newspapers, local news uh, organizations, and try to get backlinks from them. Once again, by pitching your story, pitching the business's story, or creating an article around how to find a good contractor or uh, anything that you kind of kind of create around, uh, you know, if you if you're a softscaper, uh, tips for spring and spring plantings. If you're a hardscaper, tips for hardscape maintenance. These are uh, stories that local newspapers will put on their website if you pitch them and also ask for a backlink from them for that. Any questions on that on search engine? That's kind of where I'll leave uh, search engine optimization there. Any other questions that you kind of have on that? Feel free to put them in, in the chat here. Feel free to shoot me a message on that but uh, a couple of ways that you can kind of go about search engine optimization for your website. Thank you so much for everybody that's kind of jumped on here. I just want to take a break from today's episode to talk about our sponsor, Cycle CPA. You may have a CRM or project management software in place, but what data are you using to ensure your estimating is accurate? Having a proper accounting setup and accurate bookkeeping done is key to understanding overhead expenses and other costs that must be recouped in your estimates. Cycle CPA is a remote bookkeeping and CFO firm that helps to connect the dots from the financial reports to the hardscape and landscape data needed in order to reach high profits. They provide landscape and hardscape industry benchmarking, job costing financials by service line, advisory meetings, and much more. Cycle CPA's team of accountants are specialized within the hardscape and landscape industry, and you can visit them at cyclecpa.com and for $200 off, mention the How to Hardscape podcast. Now back to our episode. I don't have quite much else to say. I did put a story on our profile here on the How to Hardscape profile asking you how the spring rush has been going for you, whether it has uh, stayed the same from the last few years, whether it has uh, dropped off from the last few years, whether it has stayed the same or increased, decreased, whatever. I love people's feedback on that to see kind of where everybody's at. Uh, personally, I have seen a drop off 
but going to Google Trends, trends.google.com, and using uh, certain terms, search terms that people would be searching for, landscapers, hardscapers, it does seem to be fairly consistent. It does not seem to be uh, a major drop-off with that. We typically see a increase in May, a big increase in May when it comes to search terms. Uh, obviously, coming up to the May 2-4 weekend here in Canada, uh, that would be big for us there that uh, people are searching then last minute to get somebody to do their landscaping done there. So a pretty obvious factor in that. Uh, but looking back year over year, April, uh, this time of year and the search terms coming up seems fairly consistent. So I am not quite uh, too concerned about where we are looking at as an industry in terms of leads villa underscore hardscape thank you so much for tuning in there thank you for the wave there uh but that's just kind of what i look at uh year over year to kind of ease anything that i'm looking at in my business uh lack of leads coming in or anything like that i also then uh look for alternative ways to get leads and that could be reaching out to complementary companies in your local area to see if you can exchange leads or to see if work that they do that they don't typically do your work to go along with that that maybe you can create a relationship between that company and uh and they can make a little bit of money off of you and you can get work from them and i'm talking about asphalt companies that have they, they don't do interlock so front walkways that need to be lifted and relayed for them to do the asphalt or uh, if they're on a sales call and they see a front walkway, maybe they can sell a package from your business and subcontract out to you. Another great way to get leads as well. Alponte Landscaping, thank you so much uh, for sharing important content. Thank you so much for tuning into this and, uh, and, all, and all your support is always uh, there as well. Uh, I know we met at LO Congress there. It was always great to see people in person finally uh, that have been following along the podcast here as well. Uh, so that's what I'm looking at for search terms. And then I go to my website, uh, search.google.com. You should have data on people searching into Google and clicking on your website. So now what I do there is I look at where things have compared to last year. So you can do a comparison year over year as well as Google Analytics. Uh, Earthworks underscore landscaping, thank you so much. Uh, and uh, yeah, so now I'm looking at what are the queries, queries coming in to uh, my Google Search Console and where am I ranking compared to other companies and how I can improve uh, those certain search terms and how I can improve those pages and website and uh, articles to kind of get higher. But the bigger thing is with Google is actually your Google My Business page. And uh, if you haven't optimized your Google My Business page, it doesn't take long, it's free. Uh, it's very important that you do that. But the biggest thing with that not only adding photos from your uh, job sites, not only adding posts and the posts expire weekly. So adding weekly posts to that. Uh, so to show Google that you're active on your My Google uh, listing page. But one thing that I fell short of with this 
And one thing that is the most important thing to not fall short of with this would be to focus on getting reviews. So now would be the time to do outreach to past clients that you think you did a really good job for that you think would definitely give you a five-star review. Now is the time to reach out to those clients, ask them how they've been, uh, ask them how their winter was, especially if they, you did the job last year, ask them how their project is looking, if there's anything that you can help them with, and then finally ask them for a Google review. So this is something that I'm going to be working on this week, doing a little bit of outreach because my Google, Google reviews have been lacking and it's something that I've been put on the back burner uh, over this past couple of years that I'm going to be really focusing on there. So like I said, you can optimize your website as much as possible, which is good. It's very good to do. It's good to show up high in those search results right under that map because if somebody searches landscaper near me, hardscaper near me, that map is going to show up first as long as they're sharing their location with Google. Uh, and... Right underneath that map is usually going to be things like uh, Homestars, those those local third-party generating things. But you can uh, show up higher in search results than them as long as you are uh, active with your Google My Business, getting reviews, and uh, optimizing your, your website for those search engine terms. When it comes to me and creating a website that is search engine optimized, I'm creating a page for every uh, service that I do, as well as a page for every region that I service. Typically, regions that you service is going to be probably one. Uh, I'm in a unique case where I'm servicing a pretty wide area, so I want to create pages for each of those regions, or in this case, cities. And then I want to create pages for each of our services that we provide. This allows me to not only to optimize my website for a uh, landscaper in city, but also to show Google each of the services that I provide in each of those cities. So I'm going to create a page for installing interlock, inst installing pavers. I'm going to create a page for installing retaining walls. Uh, I'm going to create a page for paver maintenance. I'm going to create a page for uh, cleaning and sealing pavers. I'm going to create a page for, uh, just off the top of my head, uh, sodding, seeding, if you're doing those, any softscape work, ponds, pond building. Uh, you do want to use a keyword research tool to be able to understand what exact terms that people are putting into Google and spitting out who are who have the terms related to that. Because, for example, if I create a page installing interlock, but people in my area are are searching installing pavers, it makes more sense for me to create a page with the title as well as in the URL, installing pavers. Because if I'm creating an optimized page for installing interlock and people are searching installing pavers, my page is not gonna show up. So uh, it's also beneficial to incorporate a larger keyword into your URL as well as your title. So installing pavers will only capture people who search installing pavers into Google. However, you can make that a lot longer of a title and URL 
by incorporating installing pavers uh, or installing paver driveways. So you can create a page for installing paver driveways. You can create a page for installing paver patios. You can create a page for installing paver walkways, whatever that might look like. In uh, that way, we are capturing people who are who are typing in installing pavers to each of those pages, but we're also capturing people who are typing in installing paver driveways for each of those pages. So you, the longer the title and the domain uh, URL that you can get after yours uh, will capture more and more leads coming into that. You don't want it to be super long, uh, but it is beneficial to be able to optimize your title and your domain URL after that .com uh, to incorporate a longer tail keyword than a shorter one. So uh, when I'm creating a website map to uh, capture as many leads as possible, I'm ensuring that those URLs and those titles are longer to incorporate more of those keywords for each of those. I hope that makes sense. I hope that uh, I, this is just audio, so I can't quite show you visually how I would do this but uh, I do hope that made some sort of sense. Villa underscore hardscapes, thank you so much for that uh, high five or clap there. I appreciate that. Thank you so much for everybody tuning in here. Any questions, shoot them in there. Uh, whether that's website related, whether that's SEO related, whether that's looking for alternative ways to find leads coming into your business, happy to answer anything and everything. Uh, Garden Designs makes sense. Thank you so much for that. I'm happy that makes sense. Uh, if it doesn't make sense, shoot it, shoot a uh, question in here as well. Uh, let's see here. Going through my performance on search terms in the Google Search Console. Doing this just off the cuff here. I can search by impressions and I can see uh, which terms are getting the most impressions. Now, lots of this has to do with uh, companies in my area not being able to uh, come up in search terms for specific uh, things. So I know that landscape lighting in a specific city, I seem to be ranking fairly high for, and that's likely because people haven't created a page for landscape lighting in, in that specific city. So that's kind of my advantage for that search term. Another good way is to is to search that search term in Google, see which companies are showing up and seeing which pages they've created for that search term and see how you can beat that. Uh, big thing besides text is photos, but also a video. Embedding a YouTube video looks good for Google, not to mention Google owns YouTube. So if you're incorporating a YouTube uh, video into your pages, that's going to look uh, very good for your search engine optimization. And Earthworks underscore landscaping has a couple of questions here for that uh, I will cover here. Do you trust AI to write website pages? Uh, I did touch on this slightly here. And uh, the the short answer is uh, not quite. <laughs> I, guess, I guess there's no short answer. It's got to be a long answer. I trust AI to create a... Uh, framework for me that I will edit from. And I very highly suggest that you, anybody does the same thing, that you don't just copy and paste over. Um, I do use AI to write email templates that I then edit. I do trust AI to create, uh, what else did I have to create recently? Uh, job listings, so job descriptions, and I'll edit those as well. 
but I don't trust AI to write me out an article that I can then copy word for word and paste it into my website. Uh, a couple of reasons for that. Number one, AI combs the web and its own database that is created to be able to write whatever you ask it to. So a lot of those could be, a lot of that content could be copied from other sources. And if you cut and paste that copied text and Google and Google crawls your website and finds out that, hey, this paragraph came word for word from this other website, it's going to dock you. And it, it is very hard to, once Google docks you points uh, for copying content, for anything like that, it's very hard for you to work your way back up into Google's good books. And uh, so the best way to write content for your website is just to write good content. And it's there's there's no easy way about that. The easiest way to go about that is to use AI to generate a framework for you that you can then edit and then add to it as well. Uh, do not rely on AI to write everything for you and for you to just copy and paste it. Um, the risks don't outweigh the benefits. And then going off that, I did mention that uh, ChatGPT created by OpenAI, OpenAI's main um, investor is Microsoft. And Microsoft is owned by, or sorry, Microsoft search engine is Bing. And Bing and Google are competitors. And Google is the number one search engine tool, uh, search engine out there, and followed closely by YouTube. So Bing isn't even close. And if I was a betting man, I would say that Google is going to find a way to really improve their ability to find out if you're using AI to write your content. Um, in the meantime, my guess would be that it, um, Google is going to go from uh, balancing the domain authority of your website as well as the content in your website to very highly uh, suggesting content that is made from a domain authority that is very high and the content comes very shortly underneath that. And uh, so, for example, domain authority is very highly judged on your age of your website, as well as backlinks to your website. And those are good backlinks. Those are not spam backlinks. So that's um, those are the two things that I would be focusing on more so than uh, content. I would get your content up to snuff and get it uh, to where it needs to be. But, but I would be turning the page once you have that and really focusing on domain age. You can't, you can't improve that. You whenever you created your website is when you created your website, but authority or sorry, backlinks is something that you can improve on and something that you can work on. So that would be my main SEO strategy going forward. Um, I, I wouldn't, you know, put AI on the back burner in terms of writing content. I would definitely use it as a framework, um, save that time from starting from scratch and just edit that and being able to put in your own, uh, wording into that as well. I hope that answered your question, Earthworks, uh, Nick there, but, uh, that's, that's just my two cents on that. 
I'm all of these companies are going to be coming out with AI everything. So I would bet that there's going to be a way, uh, not now, but in the future. And then you don't want to have to go back into your website and try to figure out which which uh, articles or pages you you copied and pasted over to uh, to edit those. Um, I would just fall back on creating good content that's that's optimized for humans rather than AI uh, kind of just combing the web and putting together anything that they can find for your uh, query there. You work hard to build a successful business, and because of this, it is important to work with companies that you can trust, rely on, and whose missions are to give you the highest quality product and customer support. Low voltage outdoor lighting is one of the easiest ways for you to grow your business and increase revenue. Using lighting can make you more profit, add that wow factor, and make your business stand out. Whether you are already using outdoor lighting in your hardscape projects or not, it's time you check out InLight Outdoor Lighting. As a professional hardscaper, we know that you need efficient installs, less callbacks, and premium products to have a successful and growing business. InLight's got you covered. They've created some of the most premium and unique lighting on the market to make your project stand out and wow your clients with their unmatched light quality. It gets better. InLight has an unbeatable customer support team, provides many educational resources like online and in-person training, installation videos, and so much more. They care about your business growth and will be with you every step of the way. For more information on how InLight can help you grow your business, check them out on Instagram at in light design that's at i-n-l-i-t-e design on instagram dm them to find out how to put more money in your pocket this season now back to the podcast specifically of uh earthworks asks specifically of you ask it to write uh word s words seo filled content uh right specifically do you ask um uh, i don't no, I wouldn't use AI to write SEO, search engine optimized content. And um, so OpenAI used databases from 2021 to create their model of ChatGPT. So already they're two years behind in whatever, um, anything that they provide you for. So two years behind, People could have been searching different terms two years ago than what they're searching for now. For example, hardscaping has been a term that has grown over the past two years. Uh, so you can't count on AI to, at this point in time, in the future, yes, but at this point in time, you can't count on AI to be able to create search engine optimized content. And that's, once again, just my two cents for that. Let's see what other questions came in here. Uh, the little large landscaper underscore LSL underscore. When you get a chance, can you talk on Gatorbase, please? Please and thank you. I will definitely talk about Gatorbase here. I'll see if we have any more questions about search engine optimization, uh, marketing type things, anything that I've kind of been talking about there so far. Nick, uh, double thumbs up. I did see Google has AI already and I got invited to beta test it. That's awesome. That is really cool. And uh, okay, so uh, I'll close the book there on search engine. 
optimization. Uh, obviously something that I very much uh, enjoy doing personally and something that I've done for not only my own landscaping website, but also for my uh, How to Hardscape website. The How to Hardscape, for example, if you just search uh, open graded base into Google and uh, I should, uh, How to Hardscape should come up number one. And that's very imp uh, number one based on our search engine optimization for that term. That was no mistake. I wrote an article on open graded base. I ensured that article was better than anything else that was on the on that came up in the first page of Google. Um, so I went ahead and there we are. Number one, at least on my computer, it's going to change from uh, depending on what you typically click on. Um, but how to install an open graded base is number one on Google based on search engine optimization. It's a very great way to invest either your time or your money into and to uh, have recurring traffic coming to your website that no longer costs money. And these could be good leads coming into your website. That being said, if you are looking for another way to get leads into your business, uh, with our How to Hardscape website, we're working on a business directory for hardscapers specifically because a lot of people that are coming to our website are homeowners and I get a lot of um, contact leads and a lot of homeowners messaging me asking me for if they could recommend a hardscaper in their area. I don't uh, do that. I don't recommend hardscapers to anybody. I just give them a few pointers on how to find a good contractor. Uh, but we are working on a directory where we will be able to then recommend uh, automatically. They will they will see in their menu, find a hardscaper uh, on our website, and they'll be able to find hardscapers in their area from that. So that's something that we're working on on the back end to get that up and going for uh, not only the community, but also for homeowners coming into our website there. Gatorbase was a question that came up. And uh, let's see here. The little large landscaper asks, when you get a chance, can you talk about Gatorbase, please? And thank you. So Gatorbase is a synthetic base. I think it's been on the market for about 10 years now. There's other synthetic bases. Uh, Technoseal has Easy Base. And then there's Brock Paver Base Panels. And uh, I don't know if you have a specific question on that little large landscaper, but I will just kind of just go off that and talk about synthetic base helps to reduce your excavation by uh, all the way down to four inches, essentially. You do want to make sure that you can get all the organic material off of that excavation. So there have been situations where I've quoted Gator Base and then I get there and we start excavating and we don't we don't even get the organics off four or five inches down. So then we have to tr tr change to a traditional or an open graded base in that situation. So synthetic base isn't for every application. I find in my area, older homes, like very old, uh, typically have quite a bit of organic material and that could have just been built up over years. I don't know what that is, but uh, newer homes have very minimal organic material that we uh, almost all the time will install a uh, synthetic base, gator base, easy base on those patios, backyard patios. 
Uh, I love Gator Base, especially for my, and Easy Base, any synthetic base, especially for my business model because we are short on labor. So if we can save on labor during the excavation phase, uh, that's going to be a huge benefit to my business model and how I operate my business. So we're going to opt for that. Additionally, my oldest Gator Base project is now five years old and it is has held up incredibly. Not to mention, there is a study that came out that I haven't had the chance to read, and the Alliance Gator Ontario page posted that. And it is a study on the performance over seven years, I think, maybe four years, I can't remember now, on uh, how Gator Base has held up. And from what I hear in the comments, uh, it is a very positive report. So... Not only in my business am I happy with its performance, but also there are studies now available on the use of synthetic base. In a freeze-thaw climate, uh, where I'm from, it's very beneficial. It spreads the load out over a wider area. It insulates the ground. Um, I, I love it. And we also have a now new thing in our area where excess soil, when you excavate soil, you need to fill out something... I haven't. I don't even know what we need to do just yet with it, but we need to fill out something. Uh, we need to fill out where it's going and ensure it's not contaminated and and so much. So, not only is it now beneficial to use synthetic base for what I've already talked about in our area, it's now beneficial because it's going to get harder and harder to dispose of of soil. So those are my two cents on Gator Base, Easy Base, Synthetic Base in general. Any other questions? If that answered your question, I, I hope it did. Uh, if not, any other questions, you can throw it into the chat here. BT underscore group. I need assistance with landscaping design or improvements on the design I have. Uh, BT underscore group. South Africa. Amazing. Uh, I... I couldn't give any uh, advice on landscape design without specifics or without uh, pictures as well. Uh, I'm not an expert on landscape design. Uh, I can give my two cents, but I would not talk about landscape design as if I am an expert on that. Always trying to learn, always trying to get better with that, uh, but that is something that I would not be able to speak as confidently about as I would SEO or as I would other marketing tools, tactics, or our How to Hardscape headquarters software, which uh, if you haven't heard about that, that's going to help hardscapers uh, budget, estimate, automated forums, employee training, and so much more. So if you want to learn more about How to Hardscape headquarters, you can go to our members page, members.howtohardscape.com. It looks like I covered the questions that came in there. I do appreciate each and every one of you who have uh, gone ahead and uh, ask questions or come to this live stream here. I did get a request for somebody to join. I didn't know what that button did. I clicked it. Now I know what that button does. I'm sorry to anybody that wanted to join. If somebody wants to join me here, you're welcome to. I'd be happy to have somebody to talk to as we kind of close out this live stream. You're welcome to invite. Uh, I think you send a request to me and then I see it and then I uh, click on it to, to allow you to join. Anybody and everybody's welcome to join and, and join me in this discussion if you're willing to. If not, that is totally fine as well. As I mentioned, and as I will close out this, our How to Hardscape headquarters, 
Uh, we are in development for, at this stage, time tracking, timesheets, scheduling. These are This is a huge update that is going to be coming out very shortly. When we roll out this update, it will... Uh, our monthly pricing will increase if you have not already signed up. This is our pricing model for this software. If you signed up already, you're locked in on your pricing and you will not have increases when we roll out more and more features. This is the benefit to signing up early rather than signing up later. If you're interested, shoot me a message, shoot me a comment here, I'll reach out to you. Um, when this update comes out, Pricing increases, lock in your pricing before it comes out, and then we've got a roadmap ahead of what we are planning with this software. Once again, thank you so much for everybody who joined in throughout this live stream. I really appreciate it. I fell behind on the waves here. You might find this audio back on the How to Hardscape podcast. I might publish it. We'll see how good it actually turned out and how much uh, adv good advice I actually gave here. But I do appreciate everybody that uh, tuned in, everybody that asked questions, anything else, shoot me a message. I'm always available at How to Hardscape. Villa underscore hardscapes throws in a Y, just the, the letter Y. I don't know if that's a question as to W-H-Y or, oh, thanks, man. I appreciate that. Villa underscore hardscapes. Thank you to everybody that tuned in from this, and we'll catch you next time here. Thank you for listening to today's podcast episode. If you want to hear more Instagram lives, just let me know. I'd be happy to schedule in some more lives so that more people can join in with a scheduled time. And that was a lot of fun to be able to do that. And once again, if you need bookkeeping, accounting, CFO services, reach out to CycleCPA, CycleCPA.com. Let them know how Hardscape sent you for $200 off their services there. And in light outdoor lighting, if you are looking to add outdoor lighting to your portfolio, reach out to them in light design on Instagram. That's I-N-L-I-T-E design. Get that conversation started there by shooting them a message or just follow them to get some inspiration from their beautiful page. And we look forward to meeting with you next week on the How to Hardscape podcast.